702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Yeah, kids say the darndest things, do they not? Crystal Audison, a very good morning to you. You and I have spoken about this first story uh, a number of times now, and now we're seeing tensions perhaps rise between Sudan and Ethiopia, and it's all about that Nile Dam dispute. And Egypt is also a factor in this, isn't it? Absolutely, Mongani. I mean, your discussion this morning with everyone around the petrol price makes me think about resources and how tensions between country can just exacerbate and in this case it's the Nile Dam. You know Ethiopia has just gone ahead. They're going to start filling the dam from today for the third time and Sudan is saying oi no. Egypt of course also supporting Sudan because they're saying you know Ethiopia's filling of this um, Renaissance Dam will impact on you know their supply of water and of course for Ethiopia they're simply saying we have a growing population second biggest in Africa. We need power this will give us power. Here's a natural resource in the form of water. Let's fill the dam. And so this is creating regional tension because, of course, Sudan have old historical tension with Ethiopia in terms along its border about who can be what side, which agricultural farmers are planting different seeds. Um, and the Nile Dam creates that tension, Bongani. And so, unfortunately, the world is just crazy, don't you think, Bongos? Isn't it scary that you could have written that story? 3,000 years ago, fights over the Nile Dam and its resources in that region. And staying not too far away, Zanzibar has an issue with scantily clad tourists. Yes, so firstly, you know, you've been to Zanzibar, I've been. I haven't been you've to not? Zanzibar. Oh, I want to go. Please, we need to get you there. I've always been concerned, at least in recent years, when I've thought about going with friends about homophobia. Okay, so, I mean, I've gone alone. I've gone with other girlfriends, just traveling on my own. So I'm always aware of having a sarong in my bag. You know, I love swimming, so you wear your bather. And so I noticed even that time that there's a bit of insults, you know, because let's face it, European tourists or some, you want to wear your two-piece bather, but there's always these subtle insults. And now the tourism minister have actually gone on air and say, can we please stop this insults? We so, need the so money. These are insults by the locals. Yes. Two foreigners who oh, are scantily clad. Yes. And of course, we know post-COVID tourism is an important generator of money. Um, and the tourism minister and I had to come out to say, can we please stop insulting these tourists, shouting at them? Because, you know, it's a Muslim country. So one is fully aware, Pongani, of, you know, how you should. But on the other hand, you're on holiday. You've spent the money to get there. You want to just be. Um, and so there's been an increase in insults. The tourism minister say, can we just not go there? Can we find other ways of engaging? We need the money and let's just be civil it's such a tricky thing right as you say you always have a sarong in your bag you're aware what kind of country you're visiting it's such a tricky thing to i don't know to what value for the money that you are spending in terms of bringing in tourism uh, rands uh, in our case I, i get that you want bang for your buck but at the same time being sensitive around the cultural, cultural dynamics and what you might experience from the locals. Absolutely. It's such a tricky fine line. And also, you know, it's a Muslim country, so for me, I'm always aware. We like to have a drink, you know, after the sunset, but you're so aware of where you have the drink in Stone Town, for instance, you know, kind of careful, choose expat places and not too local. So I think, you know, one wants to be culturally aware and sensitive of traveling in certain countries, but on the other hand, if you are spending your money, you just want to be free, right? 
It's a tricky one. Right, I wish we had more time. Crystal Orderson, that is this week's Africa Report.